Welcome to Forever Quest. I'm Jeff. Hi, Jeff. You're Sean. I'm Sean. Yeah. Do you play EverQuest? I do. I've been playing more recently. You do? I played, I played a lot in the past, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why don't you play World of Warcraft instead? I tried that, actually. Strange that you ask. And um, it was it was too easy. Too, oh, okay, okay. Now, in those games, but there's always somewhere to go, right? Even the game, I've, I've never played WoW, but I have to assume that it's pretty endless. Like, you can always do something, but you're just saying the individual tasks were harder than the EverQuest style? Um, yeah, like, it, it was like the iteration of trying to just be one click. I think that I, I think that's the best way for me to describe it. And look, I'm sure there's people who can do a better job of why they're so different, but it's just the depth. I, th- I think even when they went to EverQuest 2, I, they lost some of it. Um, yeah, the depth. they tried to be a little more wowy, I think, in EverQuest 2 with the more uh, cartoonized graphics. Yeah. That's one of the things I love about EverQuest. You don't see EverQuest one. You don't see that very much anymore. It's hard to find that. But like sometimes I even prefer some text-based games right now because it is so hard to find graphics that aren't um, like bubbly and like uh, childish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it seemed more adult. It seemed like I, I mean, it is. It's harder. It's just a much harder game. It's so in hard. My, in my in my opinion. And we've been we play magic the gathering too. And I kind of had a uh, aha moment the other day of why at certain times during quarantine, I'm liking EverQuest more. And that's because I'm forced to interact with other people. Even when I solo, like you talk to people and that's something when during quarantine, when I would play magic online, I don't talk to my opponents. Right. And uh, I like that about EverQuest, even when I've been soloing and that's what I want to talk about a lot today. Um, you still communicate with people and just chit chat every once in a while. And I really like that. Yeah. I, I noticed that too. I, I probably don't do it quite as much as you, but there's still, there's, it still happens. Right. And sometimes you just need to, right? Sometimes you need to get a port. And when you get a port, the person says something to you and you say something back or whatever. Yep. yep. You know, sometimes you need to buy something from somebody and they're like, Oh, hold on. I need to put my kid to bed. And you're, it's just, it's just interacting with other humans, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was running through West Karana and came across these ogres and this guy was only killing the name two in the middle and then and there's like some blue ones on the outside. And so I was like, hey, do you mind if I kill the blue ones? And then I realized that they were, I was amiable to them and I was like, well, that's weird. So just from my past knowledge, I was like, maybe I don't want to kill them. So I just was like, hey, I'm not going to kill these, but thank you uh because they're amiable and then they told me they're on Rallo's sec and so i didn't need to worry about it and so i learned something as well you because that's what they're on Rallo sec faction yeah and that Rallo sec is just that's it's just their faction and there's nothing in the game that's gonna affect me oh they don't they aren't like associated with like the town next to gook like for or whatever it's called. right right okay okay well uh today i want to talk about soloing in the teens and the 20s sean how does that sound yeah that's what we've been doing a lot of um we left our two main characters in um in the dungeon there in in the undead dungeon and we've both been soloing for a few for a few about a week and a half now and i think we're reevaluating how to approach our our mains if you'll call them that at this point which is our chanter cleric because 
the XP grinding with groups in unrest isn't even close to the XP you can get soloing. I feel like we're doing something wrong a little bit, you know, and you've mentioned that too, because we've heard how OP a chanter and a cleric can be together. So I think our next plan is to duo and find maybe an outdoor zone we can duo for a bit and see how that works out. Uh, that's right. Um, definitely using my pet as the tank and you healing my pet as the, as the key, I think, to opening up the experience. Yeah, so we'll give that a shot. And we probably need to, to do that successfully. I'm guessing we're going to be looking for blues and whites, probably dark blues, ideally, usually. Yeah, right around level 20. Right, we're 19, level 19, closing in on 20. So, um, yeah, and, and funny enough, like that's also when we kind of launched off with our, our solo characters too, it was around that level. And we started searching around to find the best places to go. So what did you find out? What did you figure out? for your best place you told me about the wisps we could start there yeah and i ended up in wisp town in uh, north karana for a long time and i won't go over that again because we did that in a previous podcast go back and listen to the past couple if you want to hear about what that's all about but now i left there because the wisps had been green for a long time but you could still grind them to turn in and i think i gained two or three more levels once the wisps were green just turning in more stones yeah you went to like level 23 right I didn't go that far. I think I went to 22. Yeah, maybe 23. So you're right. You're, it is right around there, I think. Because I remember what happened is when I was in 23, it just wasn't working out anymore, especially because there is some competition there. And, you know, if you go on a streak not getting any graders, you're just like not doing anything for EXP because the light, the minor light stones aren't really worth anything in EXP or gold um, at that level, at least. So then I tried South Karana, but man, those Aviox uh, yeah. have so many hit points. And I've been thinking a lot about soloing as a druid. And I believe every monster in EverQuest is a class, right? Yeah. yeah. They're actually molded after like a class we could create. Like you'll fight against rogues, you'll fight against warriors, all that. So I don't think I want to fight against warriors because they have a ton of hit points. And, you know, because I'm all about throwing on two dots and then either rooting or snaring. And just metting up and then when the dots wear off two more dots and blah 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 blah, blah. and uh it just takes forever with aviox because they have so many hit points so i think the ideal thing to fight against would be like a rogue because they have a lot less hit points and they can only really hurt you when they can touch you and that's what a druid is good at is not letting anything touch it and so uh i eventually landed on i went to ocean of tears i heard that there's a lot of different leveling you can do out there because there's like six islands and you can kind of go from one island to another on your level up progression funny enough i think i'm going to be going back there because i'll get to where i am now and i don't like it i think it's time to go back to ocean of tears but um but so uh so i went out to ocean of tears uh i dinged 24 you know got my new spells uh so i got my better dot and wh what i've been leveling on is the undead island and it's a pretty small island um you take the boat in from butcher block and then after the first dock i just jumped off the boat and started swimming south and it's kind of freaky swimming right because i always wonder if there's like a giant octopus under me or something do you yes. know do you know sean <laughs> are there giant sharks and stuff like that Okay. So there, there is, but here's the thing that you have to go find them and they're not going to just get you in between the islands. And if you get your, if you get your angle just right on the screen, you can actually see down into the water as well as above, you know, you know, yes, yes I saw that. And it's pretty cool. Cause you can see how the 
um, islands are built underground. It's how they would be in real life where like they just drop off like a cliff. They'll have like a little slope out, like a little embankment, like a little beach area. And then after that, they just go straight down like into the Andrea's fault. And it's pretty cool and creepy looking. I have seen a, one shark. And even though it was green, even though that freaked me out, because just the idea of something swimming underneath me freaked me out, you know? <laughs> um, but anyway, the Undyed Island's pretty sweet. It's uh, skeletons, specters, and gargoyles. So the skeletons are probably good, like, in your late teens, because they were all green to me at this point. Uh, it's greater skeletons. But you need to clear them in order to make the gargoyles pop, because they pop in each other's place, and they actually fight each other, too. So, and then the specters are in the very middle and they're for much higher levels. I don't even know what high of level, but somebody's always camping them and they're all red to me. There's four of them and people grab them and kite them around the edge of the island. So that's the inner part is the specters. And then the outer ring is all these uh, gargoyles and uh, undead. So the undead um, skeletons, again, are probably good up to like 20. And then the gargoyles are like perfect after that. And so I'm now 26 off of gargoyles. And at this point, I don't think I'm going to go back there because they're like barely giving me, you know, EXP. They've been blue to me for several levels um, and, the, and the skeletons aren't doing anything from But the gargoyles give you these eyes and they drop all the time that are worth nine flat apiece. So that's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the whole secret, if anybody goes out there and you want to do it, is you just, you don't get cocky and go in the middle. Just stay, find a nice little spot on the edge of the island. Nothing will mess with you as long as you're tucked on the very edge next to the water. You can AFK. You're all good, but pull something in the middle and pull it back out to the edge. Because once you start getting cocky and thinking you can just uh, hang out in the middle and do your thing in there, that's when you'll get more ads than you can handle. And there's really nowhere to run there because you're on a little island in the middle of the ocean. Dead. Dead. <laughs> so then um, why don't you tell me what you've been doing? And I'll tell you then where I went from there. So I decided to do two things. One, I decided to look and see kind of based on my research where I needed to be so that I could get my pet spells if possible, which has been more of a challenge than I expected it to be. And again, um, I'm a druid, you're a mage. That's our solo classes. Yeah. Yep. And so, um, and also I have the advantage of having a pet, which means I, I don't, you know, I guess I wouldn't want to get fight against warriors either, but um, um, just because of their hit point levels, but it's less of a problem for me. Um, so there's that aspect. And then um, what I decided to do was part of my angle was to look for things that were directly related to that. And then I just ran around and checked around uh, all the places that had things that were kind of um, at my level. And so here's what I found out. Um, Lake R Wrath uh, is great if, if you fight the, um, the birds that are there. There's one place in particular that's right by the arena, I believe. Um, and it, so you're at a zone line. That's one of the things I look for whenever I'm looking to solo is really close to as, as, as zone line as possible. And now where um, is this lake? Is this one under South Karana? Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's and it, is this the one with the huge giants in it? Uh, it's just a huge lake. The, the whole zone is pretty much a lake with these, okay. just these little, little pockets of um, places you can go and kind of camp. Um, okay. oh, there, there's bandits and there's these, the birds that are there. Um, and there's one camp in particular where it's three um, at my level at 20th level, I think they're, they're 20th level um, mobs that are there. So it's perfect. You're, you're fighting white creatures. And um, I, I never got to actually camp it because it was always camped, but I did. That's one place I would recommend uh, that seemed like it would be really good. Um, I just, I didn't actually get to try it out because it was always camped, but um, 
I ended up in the Karanas. I did the wisps thing, like you said, until it, until the wisps became green. Uh, that was about level 20. And then I just felt like I was going to get bored. So bored of it, even though it was good money. Um, but I went back to East Karana. That's where uh, I actually had the, the most success. Um, and I started off near um, George of King's orbs um, that zone line and there were lions and griffins and um, dogs there that you can fight and then their levels uh, like 18 through 21 or 22 so that's kind of perfect um, and then I moved over to the Craig spiders um, which drop components for my uh, the reagents for my spells which has been awesome they actually give incredible exp um, for blue mobs and they drop uh, one gold piece um, webs so you can just run back there's a there's a place to sell right there you just fill your bags up with webs run back you know you're making i don't know five or whatever plat per run and and so that, that you're, you're making good money while you're there the other thing i've been doing is going into the king um zorbs uh because there's mudites and the minotaurs in there um and so you can run to the far side to the um runny eye side and camp that um that zone line and it's much better that the, the minotaurs pop really quickly there and down the hall to your right there are two names that pop down there that you can if you kill enough of the stuff you can start to pull from down that hallway and actually get them to pop as well and are those the eyes that are the names or are those also like minotaurs and mud eights you there there's a um like a whirling dervish thing that pops in there and there's a mudite named that pops to that right side and then there's a name that pops right in front a minotaur named that pops right there um Nice. So it's just, it's a really key location um, and it's very easy to camp. If you get in any kind of trouble, you just run into the zone line at Runny Eye and it's not far. So um, I love that. So speaking of getting into trouble, um, I learned some things about uh, being on that island. Sometimes I would get into trouble because I would go in the middle and I'd be fighting a gargoyle and I'd be like, I'm fine. And plus sometimes when there's like two people camping it, you know, things can get pretty, uh, you want to defend your turf. So sometimes even if you're low on mana, you go ahead and pull that other gargoyle, you know? Mm, yep. And so uh, sometimes I would get in a situation where I would get an ad and be in a really tough spot. And I'm sure you've experienced this probably, especially with your old ranger too, or the first time is that you're like, crap, I'm at like 20% mana, like 40% life. Crap. And it's <laughs> sometimes those are the most fun wins. Cause they take like forever and you're like ducking and weaving around ads and you're medding when you can and you just barely have enough for that next snare snare, but that's enough to med for your next whatever. And uh, so I had a few of those that I pulled off that felt great. And that's another one of those EverQuest is a hard game and it can be really satisfying just like not dying in those spots and finding a way to kill those ads can be super, super satisfying. Even if it takes like 10 minutes of like white knuckling and medding between snares and stuff like that on this teeny Island. Um, but I learned that you can't gate in the same zone to break aggro because I was actually bound on the Island on a safe <laughs> spot. Cause it's so hard to get to that Island. That and I, I just didn't... ran and got you. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's funny that time I was one of the times I lived, I was able to actually, they, cause I was on one end of the Island I gated hoping they would break aggro ended up on the other end immediately sat and meted thinking, are they running after me? Are they running after me? And then boom, I see them all running over the thing. Um, but then uh, they were all still snared or whatever. And I was able to med enough to get a real gate and actually gate out into the commons, but that takes like 25% mana. So that's tough to get enough to escape that way. 
but so you can't you can't break aggro by gating i've learned that here's some other things i learned on that island some people were really useful they would give me tips because i was getting really really tired of inspecting myself because i like to run around in the third person view backed up as far as i possibly can be um and when i'm always clicking around and constantly running because usually as a druid i'm running and kiting a lot um and you have to you know click around to go in the right direction and everything i would constantly click on myself and inspect myself and have to reclose that window and it's uh something like toggle is it front slash toggle inspect space off i think you may want to look that up uh, under p99 to be sure but there is a way to stop it uh, the only thing is it stops you from inspecting anybody so you have to turn it back on if you ever want to inspect other people but i find that to be really helpful mm, interesting yeah i've had that happen a few times um it, go ahead I did, I, the other thing i did which i didn't know if it was going to work but it, it actually did was so i you know like um what is it uh, uh black Burrow. Like the level range, I think there are things in there that are like the top range is like 25, but most everything in there is under 20, right? So I went is, in, it, I, is it runny eye? I thought Black Burrow was the one in the middle of the Karanas, but I could be wrong. I could totally be wrong. Uh, You're talking Black about the one that's off of Misty, right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. And I think that's Black Burrow? Okay. I think so. I thought it was runny eye for some reason. But you go, you know, it's only like two levels down. It's not a very big dungeon at all, right? And so I went in there late at night when nobody else was in there and I just started clearing all the, where all the named mobs were and I got most of them to pop. And so nice. that, and yeah, and then they were blue to me and I was killing them, which was great. Cause I got like, now would the other stuff aggro you or could you just walk through however you wanted? Well, I kept it down. Right. So okay. like, yeah, but no, if it was, um, it, it didn't matter. I don't think, I think, I mean, I was just, I was powerful enough to just smash. Through them. Yeah. And what um, is the life of a mage generally like when you're doing that? Is just everything through your pet or are you DPSing as well? No, they have decent um, spell damage. Um, so I do about 150 right now for my main, my main, um, and I have dots too. But um, there are, they also give you the option to like buff your pet through defense and armor class and like you can heal it as well. And I, I just don't, I, and right now, you know, I have options of four pets, but I, ha I haven't been able to make the spells to do it. So I really only have the one pet. The other thing they do is they force you in these last four sets of levels um, to only be able to buy one pet, right? So you can only use the earth pet. Then you can only, unless you can make the other ones, which you can't, or I haven't been able to, then you can only use the air pet and the da da da. So they kind of make you understand what the values of each pet is because they each have special abilities, right? They, they each... Um, proc something oh okay so um this one and, procs a, a stun and do you end up i know mages one of the things they can do is they can summon no uh, no rent items items that mm -hmm. disappear when you log are there yeah. things that you just summon every time because they're just the way that you buff yourself up or whatever i did in the beginning so like my staff staff that you know has um light on it and you also can cast a spell with it there was a neck piece that i casted for a while just because the armor class was better but um and then there's some armor that you can sp spend like gyms in order to cast for raids and things. It's, it is better than what I have on, but um, I think in the long run, it's probably not. Uh, but right for raids, they, I remember if you really sometimes raids have to be tip top, right? They have to perform mm -hmm. at like a really really high level in order to defeat the monster they're trying to kill. Yeah. And sometimes getting those extra items from the mage that showed up to the raid, you know, makes a difference, and they'll disperse items yeah now i'm really starting to wonder whether i should go into potion making uh, like alchemy 
which I think could be, I know it's really long and prosperous, but in the long run would be great. Um, or if I should do tailoring so I can get weight reduction bags. So here's something, uh, I've been working on baking and I, I want to do a whole episode of several about, uh, trade skilling because, you know, I'm just learning that there's a good and a bad way to approach it. And it'd be good to let people know that before they get into it. But today is probably not the day for that, but, um, I've been talking to this guy, uh, Del Vecchio. Shout out Del Vecchio if you're listening out there because he's a tailor I know who's been making some stuff for me as I find high-quality pelts. And he, uh, I mentioned, man, I didn't realize that to get good at baking, you know, I also had to do some pottery and some some of this other stuff and that they all kind of work with each other to do some recipes. You have to do other skills to make components for that recipe. And he's like, yeah, plus, you know, the new expansion is going to be coming out. And if you want to get the shawl, you need 250 in all of them or 200 in all of them or whatever. And it all of a sudden, it made, I'm having these little memories pop up every once in a while. Do you remember this shawl, yeah. Sean? Yes, I do. I don't remember exactly what it does, but I remember like plus seven to everything. Or I remember the stats were like the same number to like every stat or something. Mm -hmm. Plus it's it had something on top of that. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't remember much more about it. But yeah, so that's Kunar coming out in October or something, I think. Yeah, really soon, right around the corner here. So then you, didn't you also go to Permafrost? You said you found a goblin spot there. Yeah, um, so I then I, yeah, I did the other running around too. I ran all the way to Permafrost and did that whole area there as well. And um, yeah, so that was really good, actually. That was very good EXP for from, what was it? 20 through 21 maybe or the end of 19 through 21 something like that and you there are the ore the large bricks of ore that are worth 16 platinum and the small ones are worth five so i i'm banked i think i made close to 400 plat there in a level it was pretty stupid cool Mm, that's a lot of money. What are you doing with good. your money? Have you have you spent a bunch of it yet, or is it building I've, up? I spent 110 on my robe, um, and I have about 800 right now. Come on, what are you are you saving for something in particular? I I don't know. I don't know. I I, I don't know if I want to save for something for the enchanter, which it makes probably more sense to do. I don't know yet. I just here's the way I'm approaching it. Um, we I have a wisdom main and a wisdom solar and you have an intelligence main and intelligence solar so i think it makes sense for us both to do this i'm just going to keep pimping out my soloist because i think we're not able to play with each other as much as we can solo because usually we can only play together like at night after 11 p.m or whatever and only some nights every week mm -hmm. and so our soloers are always going to be ahead so they're always going to be like giving their hand-me-downs right so i think as long as we keep upgrading our mains they're going to be good enough to keep leveling and also have all their old equipment that they can then hand down to us which i think would be pretty sweet i agree i think that is what i'm gonna do too i just the other my issue is that i'm not in east karana nearly as much as you so like it takes a whole you know part of my play day if i'm gonna go to east commons and deal with all that stuff right the buying and all that yeah most of the, most of the places i try to find there's two main things i want to like my hunting places there's two main things i need a selling source very close by yeah and i need a zone line very close by those two things if i can if i can find those things it ups the value of whatever i'm hunting by quite a bit here's another trick i i learned you can do that even though you can't gate to lose aggro you can bind yourself right by a zone line and then gate in the middle of a fight to zone line and then 
boom, boom. Yeah, that, that works really good. Yeah. Because that's a lot cheaper for a druid than an actual teleport spell. It's a lot, a lot less mana to gate, and it's quicker too, I believe. Yeah, it's a pretty quick spell. It's I've I've definitely keep that spell loaded now. Um, where I not did not used to. Um. So, one other thing I learned is, if you do hit something in the, I wasn't sure when you hit something in the back, is it easier to hit? Does it have lower AC, or what's the yes. deal? Or do you need to be a rogue? So I asked around, and they said what happens is that monsters lose their ability to dodge parry and repose it how do you how do you pronounce repost repost i call i say reposit i say reposit too but if you look at how it's spelled i think it ends with t-e i think it's repost right probably is so it's probably it's probably french it's like probably (laughs) so that's the deal that's why it's good to hit uh mobs from behind uh because they can't do those three things uh, so that's another little trick I learned uh, that I had forgotten about. Um, so then after I finally gained uh, 26, I'm like, okay, time to get out of here. These are barely blue to me anymore. You know, and I've got to clear skeletons just to make them pop. Plus sometimes it's contended. That's something I'm learning too, Sean, is it's awesome to play this free version. But man, sometimes some of the best camps are pretty fought after, especially during peak hours. Well, yeah, so that's that's why... I was going to mention that too. I'm glad you brought it up. So uh, this is why I think East Karana at 20 to 25 is really, really good place to be because you can do Craig spiders. You can do all the gorge hounds. You can do the Griffins. You can do, there's plenty of stuff. And then if that's all taken, which that has happened, I just went into King's orbs and there was something there. And if, if there wasn't something there, uh, then I went to permafrost actually permafrost. Strangely enough, there was nobody there, not any of the times, except for the, the very last time I was there. This guy grabbed me from one of the main guilds and he's had a pimped out tank. And he's just, he's like, come on. And we went to the main, like the main room that you start in room number seven there. It's right inside the entrance. And he just started pulling everything. And I was like, Oh my God. And we, and we, I, I don't know. He leveled me so quick. It wasn't even funny. And um, is it called permafrost or everfrost? I think I might've mixed them up. Uh, I thought it were here. I think because one is the place that has Vox, which, right. by the way, for anybody listening who you haven't already heard us say this, that our goal, or at least my personal goal in this game, is to defeat Vox and defeat Nagafin. Uh, that's what I want to do, as well as enjoy playing the game. Um, and when you're talking about that, that made me think of that again. Um, also, if you're listening for the first time, please uh, join our Patreon. We're at uh, purpleelfproductions.com uh, is where you can find. Uh, our podcast and our patreon link um it really does mean a lot even if it's just a dollar it lets us know that people care and it kind of pushes us to go forward you know it gives us more motivation um uh plus if you want to like email us we'll pretty much read anything it's it's kind of cool to hear people reach out especially since i think we're the only active everquest podcast running at the moment you know if you want to hear yourself be heard on your opinions of whatever you know we'll read it yeah so it is permafrost keep um the city there is hollis and it's in everfrost peaks and blackboro is off of everfrost peaks and quenos hills that's blackboro huh okay yeah 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 all right i thought blackboro was the one in south karana that that's uh, split paw layer split paw and that's like super high level i think i think that's like 25 and up oh okay all right well um, uh i'm looking where to go right now for 25 and up because I finished those gargoyles and I'm like, what do I do now? And so 
I, where did I, oh, that's right. First I went to Mistmore Castle because I heard that's a good level, but it's all grouping and the entryway is always camped even early in the day. So I'm like, well, this isn't going to work for me. I need a big open zone where I can kind of do my thing. So I'm like, all right. So then I went back to South Karana. I'm like, I'll try these Aviox again because now I have my new dot. Maybe even though they have a ton of hit points, they'll go down quicker. And I've only killed a few, but already I'm not happy with it. I'm like, it takes way too long. Like the gargoyles were falling way faster. Um, and uh, the, these Aviox just have so many hit points. And plus they range all over in levels. So you have to like clear green ones all the time. Plus there's red ones you can't clear because there's such a high range between the level of monsters on that um, big yeah. tower thing. I found the same thing to be true. So I don't really like that. So really, I'm searching again. I'm really tempted to go back to Ocean of Tears because the way I understand it is there's kind of always somewhere to go. And I believe there's a goblin island um, that can be tricky because a lot of spellcasters are on the island, but I think I'm going to look for that. That sounds about right. Yeah, we'll see. I do enjoy running around. I do enjoy getting in a pinch and being like, oh my God, I'm going to die. I just got another ad. Let's see if I can pull this off. That's usually a, a big old thrill for me. <laughs> I like to go into uh, um, dungeons late at night when no one else is in there and clear them out. Like, I'm serious. Like I've always wanted to do that. And I don't, I don't know why I never did in the past, but that was. Well, so and a mage good. seems like it's kind of perfect for it too, for some reason. It just feels right because, you know, a druid needs to be outside and like, you know, like a pure tank, just, you know, it doesn't have enough utility, it feels like, but I feel like a mage going down in there feels just right. So there's one thing that mage gets totally jerked on as far as, there's a few things as far as um, spellcasters go. Like I, I have no way to harmony or to split mobs. So if my tank can't take, you know, multiples, which happens sometimes, like if you can't burn down one or two of them, and it's not that I don't get AOEs, I do, but then everything that's not on the tank is on me so do you get a root no you don't get root either so really no crowd control exactly that and i mean you have to give them some limitations otherwise they would just right. be ridiculous but do you, get, do you get like a fear or a blind or anything like that nope nope nothing oh wow okay it's, it's really just about maintaining everything through your pet you know right. so one-on-one -on -one mobs are like i am i am very good like that right it's just that when there's a group Sure. Unless, and if, especially if they're you know even blue or you know multiple greens that are high or close to blue that's trouble that's, that's trouble. interesting i do feel like there are different uh leveling paths for all the different classes you know all these different classes that can solo you know i agree uh yeah if anybody knows where i should be going at um 26 yeah i think yeah 26 i would appreciate it uh plus the goblin island i'm not sure where it is because i looked at, on the leveling guide that we were looking at um mm -hmm. it said it was the north middle island i went there and it didn't i didn't I, I, all i found was like a cyclops and a couple other weird things so i think it might be the island that's way off the beaten path which i'm really scared to swim to because <laughs> I, I think the goblin island i'm looking for might be the one that's like way off like by nothing i'm I'm kind of thrilled to swim there and scared at the same time. Yeah, you could go to Wraith Mountains and, and kill hill giants. Hill giants, I believe, are um, I've I used to do those all the time. They used to be my bread and butter back in the day with my old druid, and um, they drop so much plat. It's ridiculous how much drop plat they drop. But I believe they're like start at level thirty three. I think. Yeah, I know you're right. It's probably th closer to thirty. Yeah. Plus I believe they're super camped, but that's actually one advantage I have because, because I work from home, 
uh, what I'll do sometimes is I'll just get my soloing in first thing in the morning after I take my son to school because that's when like nobody's on and then I'll just work at night. Mm-hmm. I bet your lava storm might be okay too. There's probably stuff in there you could kite around. Well, we were up there, remember? Uh, yeah. And everything was green to us and I'm quite a few levels higher than us. That's true. So that that ain't going to happen. Yeah, I know Mistmore is good, but that I, I, that ain't going to work. Ocean of Tears. Plus, I have a feeling somewhere in the Quranas. Oh, I need to mention. I'm not going to say what it is because I felt dirty. I'll tell you about it afterwards. But <laughs> I met this guy who I was just talking to because a lot of people ask me for so, you know. And I'll be like, oh, I got a podcast, by the way. And, I'll, and we start talking. And um, this person's like, I know a trick that I made myself it's and how to level and I can like level in like an hour or two at this at this high level and uh it's a cheat and I'm not going to say it on the podcast because it's honestly something that uh if it works like I don't even want to do it even if it does get me a lot of experience because that's not really how I want to approach this game plus it sounds like it's very um intensive also like it's not an easy cheat um it's just a very quick cheat if you can get it down um, kind of like finding a bug in a video game where you can get a monster to keep bouncing against the wall so you can keep hitting them in a the butt, you know, if you position them just right, that type of thing, you know? Um, so I'll tell you about it afterwards, Sean. But yeah, when the guy told me this, I'm like, oh, should I mention that on the podcast? I'm like, no, I shouldn't. Like, I, I don't like that. I don't, I don't like that people know how to do that uh, and, and do these types of things. And I definitely don't think I'm going to try it. Yeah, and, maybe, I, may, and maybe it's not a cheat. Maybe the person is just like, found a way to use his spells really well in a really good way it just feels like a cheat to me hmm. i remember that um and velios expansion i don't know something happened and somebody cheated like cheated somehow i can't remember what it was and they leveled like or it was the first aas that came out that's what it was oh it was sure and somebody all like on day two had them maxed out and they were like that was supposed to take people you know six months or whatever and they, he had found some loophole in a um, in a turn-in quest. Oh, sure. Exploited it before they could shut it down. But in some ways, I feel like that. You know, when I when I found the Wisp thing, I I totally felt like I was exploiting the game in a way. I was like, I'm making all this money and getting experience. Oh my god. But yeah, that's just about finding the right places. And yeah, I'll tell you about this. This feels different to me. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, I, if it's like that sort of thing, I feel like that's part of the game. Um, you don't necessarily get it the first time around or maybe the second, but after you've played enough, you do. And I think that's part of the game. And I still feel like we probably don't know quite a bit because there's people who've been playing this game for the past like 20 years straight, right? People who've just stuck with it and we left it for a long time and are coming back. Like I'm noticing druids out there at my level who are already quad kiting stuff. And like, I haven't found the right things to quad kite or quite how to do it. I've just been doing like single targets and stuff. So I know there's ways for like us to still maximize how to use our characters. And that's exciting. Yeah, whenever you see one of those bards that just has it on lockdown and they have the whole zone, like, you know. Right. And I'm, I just, I'm like, oh my kiting, gosh. Kiting entire zone. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Um, that's all I got today, Sean. All right. Me too. It was fun. Um, what do you say next time we uh, talk a little bit about trade scaling? Yeah, I want to get into it because I would love some advice on what I should do. And if it's not tailoring or... um alchemy then what yeah what but apparently it? it's got to be all of it right apparently yeah so this is a shout out to all listeners please um uh email us at purple off productions at gmail and tell us uh what you think sean should uh trade skill in tell us he, he is influential he can be influenced influential and influential and i'm a oh. baker 
And uh, I can't mm. wait to bake all the fruit that I've been foraging. Berry okay. pies. Way to go, Forage Boy. <laughs> all right. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.